What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Uh, shit, we have a good episode for you today. This is a round two with my friend Daniel O'Connor, a.k.a. Johnny Irish. And, uh, man, this was just a good time, you know, catching up with him. Last time I had him on, he was uh, working at the strip club, and he has since moved on from the strip club and uh, he's just he's just full of fucking stories and adventures. So I really enjoyed you know catching up with Dan. Uh, I don't have any sponsors or anything to plug at the beginning. Stick around for the end, and I'll I'll tell you about some of my friends. But I just want to get right into the episode now. I will ask you if you are getting value out of these conversations. If you're enjoying them, you're laughing, uh, thinking about things a little bit differently. Do me a favor and go to Apple Podcasts if you are listening on there. Leave a five-star rating and review. This will help the podcast grow immensely, and I cannot thank you guys enough for doing that. Um, also, tell a friend, just one friend. Bring us a friend. Uh, you know, that's how we grow. So um, let's get to the episode. I have Dan O'Connor. Let's gain some perspective. Yep, dealt with that. I don't clean my throat too many times. (laughs) It's all right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter, Dan. Nothing really matters. You know, that's usually my big takeaway whenever I uh, do psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Nothing fucking matters. Nothing does, dude. I'm just like I try not to be like uh, like it's fucking super negative. I don't want it to be like a negative thing. Like not oh man, well, nothing fucking matters. But it's like <laughs> on that same. <laughs> but it's like it's like dude, none of this shit fucking matters, and you can do whatever you want to do because of that. Yeah. This whole idea of the uh, like like you have to you have to go get your degree and you have to you have to live within these certain confines or. Like, this is success or that success. It's like, dude, none of this fucking... Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, dude. Like, who gives a shit? No one cares. That's ba- that's basically the look outlook that everybody should have with everything, though. Yeah, dude. I try. Everybody gets too uh, up in their own feels. Yeah. And they they think that everything is about them. You Ego. Know? Ego. And everything... Like, the all stuff going on now is everybody has their own opinion. I'm like, your opinion doesn't really matter. It's not. It's not about you. It's not. It's so. like it's much bigger. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's why I do. I had to get off of Facebook, bro. <sighs> I, I have two accounts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're always getting and kicked off. One. I keep getting kicked off. I just. I mean, it's usually because I'm talking shit to somebody that's being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just. You're not gonna change anybody's fucking no. mind on there, dude. But I just don't like when people bully other people. It bothers the shit out of me. Yeah. So I get people that bully. I got kicked off for um. Some dude was making fun of a gay dude. Yeah. And I went off on him, and it was a, it was a one of the um, transsexual dudes. And uh, <clears throat> guy was making fun of him, and I went off on the guy, and I got banned. I'm like, he was making fun of a transsexual dude, and I'm getting banned? I like when you get in trouble because you talk about white people. <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been banned so many times. <laughs> I've been banned so many times for saying shit like that. Fucking white people. I couldn't believe I got banned a couple of times. I'm like, I'm white. Yeah. I can say this. Like, you were literally just being <laughs> facetious. Like, you're not... <laughs> It was it was some chick dropped her kid. She'd be like, I'm going to put my baby in a 30-pack a beer box and carry around. The beer box broke.
broke a kid fanning on his head. I'm like, fucking white people. Banned for 30 days. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's really not. <laughs> Facebook's a weird place because it's like it's crossed over into this uh, this domain mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, I understand it's a private, yeah. privately held company, but it's like a public forum. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like people go there for their fucking news. <laughs> There's so many people on there that it's become this other thing. You know what I mean? And then whenever they start suppressing people's like opinions or or like the things that they say, it just it just it gets kind of hairy, man. And then they and then they ban people now. And there's that's sometimes that's people's only way of communicating with anybody too. Yeah, a lot of people they don't have they won't have home phones, and their cell phone is it just Wi-Fi. So they'll just talk on Facebook and Facebook Messenger and stuff. There's people that that's the only way they can get a hold of their fr- their friends and family. When you get banned, can you not can you not get on Messenger? Uh it was like that for a long time and I think it uh I think they changed it during the COVID because they realized that when How? you ban them from Messenger they can't get a hold of some people that they need to get like a hold of. Like you're like you're really cutting them yeah. off from the world. Yeah. 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 I've never been banned before. Yeah. Well maybe I'm not doing something <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm a fucking pussy. <laughs> fucking pussy <laughs> I have um I mean, I don't have a filter. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I don't have a filter. I say what I want, and then I, I get in trouble for it. I, it's usually when I'm drinking, I wake up the next day, I'm banned. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, dude, I get it. Like, whenever I went I went to Florida a few years ago, and um, I fuck around. I, I left my phone in my buddy's car. He was taking me to the airport. Adam Flowers. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and fucking... Um, <laughs> So I didn't. I didn't have a phone, dude. I had no way to. I, I don't know anybody's fucking phone number. So I fucking I hopped on Facebook and I just started messaging people. And like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was able to talk to people, dude. Like, it's a legitimate source to stay in contact with the world. Yeah, it it, it really is. It's uh, it's it's awesome and it's not awesome the same way too, though. Because <laughs> yeah. you got to see all the other crap when you want to go talk to your friends on on stuff. Because there's a lot of crap on Facebook these days. Yeah, well, that's why I fucking I just <laughs> I was like, man, I can't be on here anymore. Like, I'll have to get on there to post about like the podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, if anything gets posted on my personal page, it's either because I had to like I went to the podcast page and I shared it there real quick, or I'm just gonna post directly through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I can't take it. It's just so emotionally <coughs> draining to your yeah. bro. Just like with everything going on right now and like, I, I, me just like a lot of other people, you just get emotionally wrapped up in fucking all the chaos and then like, nobody's, you're not changing anybody's opinion mm-hmm. on there. I've probably had a handful of like, pr- productive conversations mostly surrounding like Candace Owens and like the shill that she is. I try and avoid even looking at all her stuff. I don't even like her face, bro. It just <laughs> makes me mad. Just because like somebody was like, well, do you believe that, you know, is it not possible that she holds these views? And I'm like, There's, she could totally have conservative views. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. That's not the issue. But like what people don't understand is that she'll say that she's never experienced racism and like it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. But when she was in high school, she fucking sued some boys from her high school for being racist and threatening yeah. to kill her with the help of the NAACP. <laughs> and then she settled for like $37,500, I do believe. So she built an entire <laughs> platform. Yeah. Awful lies, and then now she just panders to ego. And uh, which I, I think she just is trying to get more views. One hundred percent. It doesn't matter when I'm, I, I see people share her shit because they say they disagree. But I'm like, you're just giving her what she wants. Like it does. And we are right now too. I am too. Like just <laughs> even talking about her. But it's like I was listening to uh, Andrew Scholes on Rogan the other day, and uh, he made a really good point of how it's like. You know, she's all she's doing is she's just pandering to the extremes, like the the extreme conservative ego. Like, but they, but 
the Republicans, they will use her or the right or however you want to say it. They will use her to get their message across because you can't automatically like discredit her because of what she looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that's a black woman. You can't say, well, you're a white male. Shut the fuck up. You know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the other side of the extreme, like the left, the far liberals, like they'll do that shit, too. But they use kids mm-hmm. to get their message report like across. It's like in, because you can't just automatically discredit a kid because you know, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like we're telling that kid to <laughs> shut the hell up. But it's just like you're just using these people as mouthpieces, yep. dude. And uh, I mean, it's you kind of if you kind of look at it from a broad perspective, you see that it, everybody has their own agenda, and they're trying to figure out how to get their agenda across and how to like trick you into seeing their agenda. You know, right? That's yeah, that's exactly what it is. So outside of like maybe having a couple good conversations about her, be like people asking, well, why do you why do you believe what you believe about her? And I just tell her, I'm like, I just what we just said. You know, like her whole platform is built on a lie i just mm-hmm. can't trust anything she's saying and the response is always well dude i didn't even know that about her or that past. it's like well do some fucking research about the people you're listening to Look man <laughs> yeah man like it, we have a lot of information on the fucking on the web that you can you can verify i usually have to i usually look up all my stuff i don't just randomly share everything unless yeah. it's a meme and i think it's hilarious yeah <laughs> but I, if it's but if it's something that's you look it up and you see people share stuff from like three years ago that happened they're like oh my god you see this I'm like that is not any that has nothing to do with what's going on now that you're trying to make it look like. Yeah. And I think that I don't even think it's they're doing it on purpose. I think somebody else did it and they're just sharing it and they're not, they're not looking it up. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I've definitely been guilty in the past. Like I have too. sharing something, looking like an asshole. So like now, like there was something going around. Um, it was with uh, what's her name, Brianna Taylor, I believe was the young mm-hmm. lady's name who got killed with the the no knock in yeah. uh, in down in Memphis. Was it Memphis? Something like that. Um, or Florida, or was it Atlanta? Uh, ah, fuck, something like dude, that. I should know, but <laughs> either way, so she got um, she was killed, and then her husband or her boyfriend was taken into custody. Yeah. But then there was like all these like these these memes going around saying this guy's in custody and we need to get him out like meanwhile he's already been out for like mm-hmm. two weeks mm-hmm. i'm just like listen guys like do some fucking research to check Look this it up. yeah <laughs> just check it the fuck out man like it, it doesn't take very long no and i went i went down a really uh deep conspiracy rabbit hole a few <laughs> weeks ago i had i had uh my buddy skyler on and we were talking so then, like, now I'm just, like, checking everything. Yeah. So then now, like, I just, I'm just i just getting in the habit. I'm like, well, is that true? Is this true? Is that true? Is that, <laughs> is that tweet real? Like, let me figure this the fuck out. Yeah, and then people delete stuff, too, now, so you don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. You just don't know what to believe, man. Like, And there's a lot. Of, I mean, conspiracy theorists, I, I mean, I'm not a giant one. I mean, I, I to some degree in certain areas. Yeah. But a lot of these guys are coming out. And you're like, oh, they weren't wrong, <laughs> you know. Well, that's the thing, man. We've we've turned that word and that term into, and maybe I think maybe it was just designed to be it, but it's this dirty word to discredit mm-hmm. you, make you look crazy. But really, you're just fucking. You're using like your brain. You're yeah. just like rationally thinking about things. You're asking questions. Or the word is woke. Yeah. Know, a lot of people <laughs> say that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fucked up some shit. I had a dude um send me this huge huge fucking message. Um, about all these things, um, you know, COVID's, uh, it's, you know, it's fake because they're arresting all these pedophiles and this and that and the whole list of shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I didn't have any knowledge on it. I'm just like, well, that's interesting, dude. Like only time will tell. And then, and then I go down the fucking rabbit hole (laughs) and then I go back and read his message. I'm just like, the fuck like <laughs> all this shit like you're probably make me hit but then like you hear things about like like george soros for mm-hmm. example like funding all these fuckheads to like come from outside of the community like he did it here in, in fucking our own city mm-hmm. dude right and it's like well that's interesting like 
you just start seeing these coincidences of like when uh, when Harvey Weinstein gets arrested, and all of a sudden, like two weeks later, all these CEOs start stepping down mm-hmm. from like Disney and Harley Davidson and you know Mastercard or whatever the fuck it was. Like well, that's interesting too. And then Epstein, Epstein, yeah, yeah. Like we got. I mean, we've had a lot of that stuff, and you you do got you got to know there's some sort of. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get into it. There's some, some sort of pedophile ring out there that they're not talking about. They're they're gonna sure. be nailing everybody for sure, bro. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, all the people that got on his jets and all that stuff too is freaking nuts. If you did, you watch the new Netflix special? Yeah, on watch it? it. That's wild. Yeah, and that's just like like surface level shit. Scratching it, you know. And also, it's like, are they are they pinning something on him to make it seem like he did more than he did? Not saying he didn't do shit, but was he really like this mastermind type of guy that they're maybe even making him out to be? Or is he just like a fall guy, maybe? Maybe. There's a possibility of anything, but he's, uh, I mean, he's dead now, so. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the stuff with Bill Clinton. Yeah. I remember there was a, a video that went out, it was a, they said it was fake. There was a picture of him in a really nice, like, uh, cabana looking room getting a massage from a chick. That was way younger. This is before the Epstein thing even went on. Yeah. And you go back and you watch the Epstein thing. You're like, he had chicks massage him before he molested him too. And he was in a cabana in the, in there. You're like, is, was that real? Dude, you, know? you just, you start feeling fucking crazy, yeah. man. If you just start seeing things and it's hey. just, people are probably like, Adam's fucking talking about this shit again. <laughs> well, look, dude, this is what I want. I want answers, Dan. <laughs> I want fucking answers. <laughs> we may never get them. We'll never probably get them. Uh, but you know, we got the. With all the stuff going on now, and you got Hillary's going to be in having to go on uh, a stand, right, dude? Like it's, it's, it's kind of interesting that Blackout Tuesday came on the same day that she lost that appeal, mm-hmm. and then also it was a voting day around the country. Like, where did that Blackout Tuesday shit come from? I'm not sure uh, exactly. I don't think anybody really knows. Anybody knows? It just happened. So, and then we had our phones were messed up like yesterday too. I didn't have that issue. Oh, I did. I had it a little bit. But I know a lot of people that you have you have Sprint. Sprint yeah. yeah, I know Sprint and T-Mobile. I think they got hacked or some shit. I don't know what that was. I was joking that it was a uh, internet. Is that terrorism? Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw somebody saying like this is this is part of their plan. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have AT and T. I didn't have any interruption <laughs> service, so I, was, I, I guess I'm not and I'm not hip to the conspiracy. They took out they took out so much stuff. It was like the video games were down. Everything was down. Facebook was down. Really? That's what I, I mean. I didn't really have too much of the problem myself. It was very little. Yeah, yeah, and maybe because I haven't been on Facebook, so I, I don't. I, I literally spent most of my day hanging out with another human being, yeah. drinking, <laughs> and we went and ate some fucking tacos. <laughs> like, just I'm just trying to like live in the real world. That's way better freaking way than anybody else is living. I'm trying. I'm starting to change everything, change a lot of stuff about me to make it. Where I'm not, I'm not going out and living in the real world too much. <laughs> yeah, you're not as wild, man. You seem. I'm cutting back these days, man. You're quiet, man. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing a little better. I'm not drinking so much and going out so much. Yeah. So I got a uh, not work, not work on the east side anymore. It was a. <laughs> That's probably a big help. It's, probably, it's a grand, it's a grand, grand. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting shot at anymore get, over there i'm not getting shot at i still get i still get guns pulled on me at my new job <laughs> yeah so dude what's what's the craziest fucking person you've like had to go serve oh i, I can name it right away uh i've had some crazy crazy ones uh but there was a guy i was on i don't know how much i, I don't know how much of it, i can't say his name or not yeah don't give any details where you <laughs> i was uh just as vague as you i have was down be. in uh like u city and it was a state street and uh i went up and the guy was just being crazy and super racist to me yeah. um 
uh, old, older black guy. Yeah. And he could tell he'd he'd been to prison, and he was he was a hard dude. Yeah. He kept going off on me, and I I, I generally think it's funny, so I laugh at people when they start threatening me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you and that's uh, me to another point, but keep going. Yeah, and I uh, he started he started yelling, saying he's gonna shoot me. And uh, I had my gun on. I had my gun in my in my glove box. Actually, I wasn't carrying it that day. And I went back and sat back in the car. And he comes out with a gun, and he starts. He aims his revolver at me. After you already served him. After uh, I couldn't serve him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't answer who he was. Oh. So I couldn't serve him. And I called my boss. And I'm trying. I was like, Hey, he won't tell me his name. Uh, I can't really serve the guy. But he keeps threatening me. Just so you know. And she was like, Okay, what's what's going on? I said, Well, he's aiming a gun at me right now. <laughs> And she's like, what? She goes, why are you so calm? I was like, it's not the first time I've had a gun at me. <laughs> I was like, he said, he, and she, was listen, she listened to some of it. And uh, the guy goes, well, put a bullet between your eyes. I'm like, and I leaned out the window. I said, not from there, you won't. And go back to writing down stuff. And he kept getting madder and madder. And he said, uh, he, said some, he said some new racist stuff I never heard before. Yeah. I was, I was laughing at it. He was like, I'll make you sit down to pee. I said, I already do. <laughs> He was like, oh, he got madder. <laughs> yeah, because you weren't, you weren't like falling for his no, bullshit. He was so busy. I mean, he might have shot me, but I was, yeah. uh, I was just, I was, I was just screwing with him. I was like, if I, if I die, I'm gonna be saying smart ass shit to the day when I die. That's probably why. Be- you'll I get- bet, I bet you won't shoot me. <laughs> this one I get shot. Right. Well, it's funny, right? Like, I mean, you're, you're calm in those situations yeah. because you've been in crazy situations. Yes. Right. And like, <laughs> so it's like, so what do you think about when you we see these fucking cops and they're, mm. they're scared? <clears throat> they need training, man. Um, and my whole family are cops. Right. And I've seen, uh, and I've had family members that have had to shoot people and stuff like that, but they were all, all justified and stuff like that. But the cops need training. I've and said, the, and, I've said it for real quick for the listeners. You have family members who are cops who have also been, been shot, shot. Yeah. And fucked up. Like, yep. My cousin Ryan, he's yeah. doing really well though. That's great. It's crazy. It's really crazy how well he's doing. By the way, <laughs> he's uh, he's always, he always presses me every time. I told everybody when he did get shot, I was like, man. You're, you're gonna be you're gonna be amazed. Like he's not gonna be able to do this again. He's not gonna be able to do this. I'm like, you don't know my family. Yeah. We we just we can take it and you can come back from it. Survivors. You know that's what's weird. That's how I fought most of my career. I didn't <laughs> get punched, knocked down. Like I'm not gonna win the first round ever. <laughs> I want to be bloody and I'm gonna get back to the second round. That's what I'm gonna catch the guy. <laughs> Diego Sanchez style, bro. <laughs> exactly. Turn into a bloodbath. And that's how a lot of my fights were. I had some disgusting injuries, but um, but no, the cops need way more training. Yeah. Um, I was reading, uh, I, re- I re- read a lot of jiu-jitsu guys' posts and stuff, and they're like, man, we've all trained with cops. Anybody that does jiu-jitsu is trained with cops. Those are the ones that want to learn. Yeah. But the s- shitty part is they can't do a lot of their jiu-jitsu because uh, protocol. Right. <clears throat> I mean, how much nicer would it be? Now, that the guy that killed uh, George Floyd, uh, I was, I've was i been yelling about that from day one. Yeah. So there's no reason it took seven guys to hold him down. He was handcuffed. If I could have, I could have grabbed his ankles and sat on his ass and held him there the entire time by myself. Yeah, and that's where I think, and I was like, that's just because you have knowledge of it. I mean, he might have had road rash from squirming around, but he wouldn't have been hurt or dead. Right, and it didn't even look like he was really even squirming. <laughs> right, so they had two, a guy kneeling on his back, back? and another one neck. on his legs, and one on the neck. neck, and it's like, what the fuck? I was arg- I was arguing with um, I was arguing with a fan member. About it, and they're like going, "No, that, that's not how that, that choke knee on somebody's neck can't kill you." I was like, it absolutely can. It's actually called a knee on neck choke. It's a blood choke. Like <laughs> it's people, a blood choke. People it's, don't understand this. You, you close off one carotid, and the other one closes off on the shoulder, and that's how he died. Yeah, you know, and, his, and then after his body went limp, it, he might have could have broke his neck from there or caused more damage. Could yeah, it could have been a number of things, but training absolutely there needs to be way more fucking training, just like more regular. You know what I mean? Like you need to train on a regular fucking basis, even if you can't do maybe. 
all of all of the techniques, right? Like having the understanding, having been in that situation is going to help you calm the fuck down, mm-hmm. you know, help you breathe. You know what I mean? Like fucking rolling with, you know, 300 pound plus men, which I do on a regular yes. basis. I have to learn to calm my mind and just and just survive sometimes with the little bit of air that I can get and calm the fuck down. Well, I have a, I had a whole uh, theory on this. I think cops should have to do two years of some sort of grappling before they even be allowed to go in the police academy because that weeds out all the assholes and all the bullies. Your, mm. your coach your so coach. So even be, get into the academy, you have yeah. to do grappling. That's so. what I think they should do. Okay. And uh, then your coach is also get your coach from jiu-jitsu or whatever it is, sambo, judo, whatever you want to do. They have to write off that you are a person that should be able to be a cop. Yeah. Because if you know you know those guys that come in and you, they're they, – they're, they've been training for a little bit and they're strong. And a new little white belt comes in. They go beat, like, I'm going to go beat the shit out of this kid. And, I mean, we've all been guilty of somebody spazzing out and messing up and choking him a little harder or oh, putting yeah. a little pressure on him. But those guys that continuously do it and go and hurt people, those are the guys you want to be cops. No, no. I think you should be <clears throat> at least 25 to be a cop. Yeah. I mean, your, your brain's not fully developed until you're 25. It's harder to make good decisions until then. It's like, or maybe you have four years of exemplary military service in lieu of that. But even then, you know, I was talking to my buddy Zach yesterday, and it's like, well, okay, you want to be a cop? Well, why, why can't we do some sort of like residency or something like we do with doctors? And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're 22 and you want to be a cop? Cool. Guess what? Now you're going to work at the fucking desk for three years until we <laughs> put you out on these streets. But. The, but with that being said, and I mean you're not you're not wrong in there, is uh we a lot of the older cops are the ones that we're having the problems with. Yeah, you know the older they are, I think the young, well we got to weed out the shitheads. Yeah, right. But yeah. then the new ones, we yeah. need to make sure that they're good too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and you're and you're right there. So I think I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see I had only I got I did get some pushback. I was talking to a. Uh, a state trooper, and then it was like the whole, well, oh, well, oh, well, you know, if you raise the age, then, you know, there's this, you know, you're basically like, you know, discriminating against people, blah, blah. You know, it's just like, well, we should discriminate against people in that fucking job, like, for sure. Like, if you're not about this lifestyle, then you don't need to be doing this fucking job. And there's something, uh, I, don't th- I don't think a lot of people know this. Most cops don't like state troopers. Really? They don't, because state troopers are, I'm going to get, a, I got some friends and family that are state troopers, but. State troopers are usually assholes off the bat. Really? They usually are. And I got some good friends. I hope they don't get pulled over on the way home from them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that is? Are they a little bit more idealistic in the way that they view the world? Or is it that because they're at the state level, they feel like I think it's, it's a little more authoritative? That they think they own the road because they're, the hi- they're highway patrol. Highway patrol. Highway patrol. Yeah. Water patrol. Shit like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, cops have a joke. It's uh, what's the difference between uh, God and a state trooper? God doesn't think he's a state trooper. <laughs> And that's, and that's, oh fuck! And that's that's a that's a, uh, that's cops telling me that joke. Yeah. So the, the cops get pulled over by state troopers. State troopers are like, "No, we're giving you every ticket we can possibly give you." And cops are like, "What the?" Fuck? Right. So I mean, then you don't get to pull over state troopers because they're usually riding down the highway trying to stay away stay away from cops. Yeah. So. Fuck, dude. I know state troopers. They. I mean, they're just people they're, at the end of the day. They think they think they're God. <laughs> they are just people at the end of the day. But I have a lot of friends. We had um, we we fought with a guy, Colby Tierney. He's a he's a state trooper. Yeah. I was like, I went and saw him. He was a uh, he's down in uh, water patrol and stuff. I see him every year. Really? Yeah. I um. Yeah. He was at the. He's a nice uh, guy, though. Yeah. I think he was up here. Yeah. Colby's a great guy. Yeah. 
Um, I think he was up here dealing with with the riots and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can only. I think he, he was talking <laughs> about people throwing rocks and bricks and mm-hmm. shit at these guys, and yep. it's just like these agitators. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, yeah, we're all just people on both sides. You know what I mean? And like, I think there's a lot of people that are trying to get uh be, get beaten up by whoever so they can get GoFundMe. I think GoFundMe has become a thing now where people are like, if I can get a good enough story, yeah. I can make money off it. Dude, I've seen some people make some savage money mm-hmm. on GoFundMe, dude. Like, what? I saw, um, I know somebody who, uh, they, they got pretty sick with, with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if they had a family member that was pretty sick and <clears throat> they were in the hospital for a number of weeks on a ventilator and shit. And, you know, I wasn't really surprised they were that sick. They're obese. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, they have kids and whatnot. And so and then nobody's working. So then they do a GoFundMe. And then I think the motherfucker ended up raising like 50K. <sighs> but with a goal of like six to seven or 10 grand or so. You know what I'm saying? And like it goes five times over the amount. It's like <clears throat> we can pull resources together like, like that for people pretty easily. But it's like we can't pull resources together to like fix communities and shit. Exactly. And I mean, the, I mean, the, the GoFundMe's are. I saw one that was a stripper that fell off a t- pole that like was twenty feet in the air, landed saw, on her face. I saw that. She made like what did she make? She I made thousands. She made she like twenty grand or something insane. Something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see what she made on the GoFundMe, but I did see the video of her yeah, falling on her face hard. and then like getting up and still twerking. Yeah, no, that's 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 drugs. <laughs> yeah, and adrenaline and this, and everything fucking going on. It's just like, dude, you just got fucked up. <laughs> She, I think she's missing teeth and stuff. Yeah, I think I she like, lost it. Just please don't 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 twerk blood on me. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even like strip clubs, dude. Uh, I've I've went back a few times since I quit. It's usually to see my friends. Yeah, and that's about it. You I don't, actually I, have friends. Yeah, there. I actually have friends there that still work there. Yeah, and it's new. There's never there's like couple dan like couple dancers, but it's mostly all the security and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Last time I went to a strip club was for a bachelor party, <laughs> and um, it's just because I'm just going along for the ride. And there's this girl like sitting down there, like trying to talk to me. I'm just like, hey, listen, I'm not going to give you any money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't pay for this. <laughs> well, why are you here? Well, these guys are here. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm here. I got, with them. I got a drink. Like, what the fuck else do you want? <laughs> a nine dollar drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think uh, one of the guys we were with new people there though. Like, we're getting, we're getting hooked up. Nice. So <laughs> it's good to know people, bro. I still, go, I still go once in a while. I went uh, this weekend. I went for w- way too late. I came home at eight a.m. Wife was mad. I've been, I've been pretty good lately, and I was, I guess, I treated myself by going out too late. <laughs> That's fuck. You ever? But you ever go out with Chuck Berry back in the day, or was he yeah. too, was he too old? To no, like man, I, I, he didn't party. He didn't party at all. Really? But no, dude, I went every, I went almost everywhere with Chuck all the time. Mm. I mean, all my aunts and my mom lived on it, and he was, I mean, he's, he'd screwed around with almost all of them. <laughs> and uh, we, <laughs> <clears throat> he took me to open at Planet Hollywood um, when he played. He played with uh, Bruce Willis and on the stage for Planet Hollywood. Yeah. I met all the stars there: uh, Jackie Jr. Kersey and and uh. The Baldwin's and shit like that were there. That would be cool. Wild. I was watching Back to the Future the other day, <laughs> and I didn't realize that, um, like you know, in the scene where mm-hmm. like they're playing at the thing, and Marvin he, Barry. Yeah, he's like, he's like, this is your, this is your cousin Marvin. <laughs> he's like, listen to this, Chuck. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's fucking sick. I didn't yeah. even, I never put that together. I'm so fucking slow. <laughs> and it was, it's so, it's so wild when I uh, look back on stuff, and I was like, I just see, I used to see this guy every freaking day and he's hung a, out with him every day. Just a dude. And he was just, a, he, and he didn't realize the the level of star he was yeah all the crazy stuff he, all the craziness i knew i knew how crazy he was but it was just a yeah literally a game changer 
and I've, I mean, I bring up stories about stuff, and that was one that people call bullshit on every time. Like he, he I said, he literally used to tell everybody I was, he was my, I was his godson. He was my godfather. Really? He baptized me with iced tea one time. He was like, "Now I am your godfather." <laughs> <laughs> was it sweetened or unsweetened? <laughs> Always sweetened. Always sweetened, bro. Damn. Yeah, that must have been a wild ride. I can only imagine like maybe hitting the town with that guy. Oh, it was wild. He had a uh, big RV that we used to we go and uh, he played down at um, uh, Blueberry Hill. Yeah, and uh, go to the duck room and stuff, and we go down there often and and uh, watch him play and stuff. He was getting old, and uh, I mean, my wife went and saw him play. Uh, we went with him a few times, and he stayed around to the casino all the time, like every week. My yeah. mom and him would go to the casino up until right around. She she died on his property. Yeah, yeah, I remember telling me <clears> yeah. that. And uh, she lived. I mean, she lived there forever. I lived there off and on. Lived there all the time. She lived there, and then until I got about eight, when I was about twenty, I think, when I was moved out, and then yeah. And Damn. He's, Damn, damn, damn. I um I had I went down to uh Blueberry Hill one time and ate and uh I I was actually kinda disappointed in the food. Mm, I don't think I ever ate there. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to the loop recently? Uh I I just going to work. And from what I understand, like it's like a lot of businesses are shutting the fuck down there. Like it's getting kinda empty. I th- it kinda is. It's um <clears throat> I go down there and I still serve people in uh it's it's like U City Delmar area. Right. And uh, you see, it's not it, it's not as um, it used to be like kind of trendier people that were there. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. It's kind of just a lot of looking homeless people and stuff like that. Really, damn, dude, businesses just left and right are getting fucked up right now, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just, it's going to be interesting to see if some of these areas will be able to like f- find a new life after all of this. It's everything's kind of downtrodden right now. It's really. Uh, bars and everybody I've seen a lot of bars close, a lot of restaurants close. I mean, look at Gold's Gym closed down. I couldn't believe how that. How is that? How did that happen? Now, I don't think people realize though. Just because you're a big brand, it doesn't necessarily mean like you're you have yeah. a lot of cash on hand. And you have a, I mean, you have a lot. If you don't have a lot of cash on hand, you have so many places. You definitely have to downsize, and that's right. you just downsize out of St. Louis. Yeah, and that's what they did. I guess they sold all their locations to Club Fitness, mm-hmm. which good for Club Fitness. They're growing. Someone's <laughs> growing. I was like, I worked for Club Fitness. Uh, uh, personal trainer for a long time. Yeah, but I uh, I don't think I I still got a membership there. I don't think I've been there in forever. <laughs> I train at uh I train at House of Pain now. Yeah, that's, that's a cool that. that's a cool freaking place. Which now there's more than one location, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, where's you you train Chesterfield. at Chesterfield? And that's like, the original one. That's uh I think I think they had one before that, and they just moved locations. I'm the, right. don't, don't quote me on that. Well, not but, original, but like that's like the first one. Yeah, that's the if main you will, one or the main one. And they got Dorset one now. They took over what was a Gold's Gym. It was Gold's. It was Gold's back in the day when I trained there. Yeah, it was Gold's <laughs> all the way up until mm-hmm. until Gold's finally left. And the, actually, that that Gold's Gym location closed before all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with the COVID shit. Yeah, it's Maryland Heights Dorset. <laughs> yep, yep. I've been in there a few times, and then yeah, now they're going through. I don't know how much you can talk about it, but like they're going through fucking a whole battle right now, right? Yeah. As far as I know, well, they're open now. Yeah. They opened as of, I taught there Monday. Because everything's open now, right? Everything's open now. But uh, they opened up. We went, I mean, we, they opened up and they were, they were, or they never closed. They fought the closing. Right. And, uh, and the owner is Joe and a really, really nice guy. <clears throat> if I got his name right, it's I think right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's a really nice guy and he just, 
he said, "This is this is against the you can't do this. It's right. against my it's it's my un- rights. Yeah, it's unconstitutional. I got to be able to make a paycheck." And he had and he had just opened these gems, so he's still building up. So probably he put everything he had into these gems for sure. And then all of a sudden they're like, "No, you can't you can't stay open right now." He's like, "Well, I'm gonna go bankrupt," you know. And uh, he just said, "Screw it," he fought it. And they had rep- he had a, a state representative uh, come, and they were, she was training there, or she was trying to be a state representative. I can't remember which, but uh, she went and trained there and fought it. And then they finally they um, they got a gr- judge to grant the state the city got the judge to grant that uh, they had to close down. Right. <clears throat> nobody's had nobody's had COVID there at all. Right now, well, after that judgment, didn't they like also file another like suit? Well, they about had, that judgment. Or well, no? they had one. They the judge they the the. Um, Prosecutor or whoever it was was suing Joe, mm. and what he did is they uh, they looked. I don't know how he, I don't know how this went down to be honest, but they they sued they sued the wrong person, the wrong owner of the gym. Oh really? I don't know if he had a silent partner that wasn't the runner or what, but they sued the wrong guy. Yeah. So it was, and they demanded he closed down, and they filed suit against him. And then they're, they're, he waited like to the last day, and he came in. And he said, "Well, that guy doesn't own the gym." <laughs> It's like, well, you knew this the entire time. He's like, I didn't have to tell you. You guys are suing the wrong person. That's your morons. Yeah, like, you guys just need to do your fucking job. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. I was laughing about it because I was like, that's that's a good move. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was definitely making some fucking news, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, people need to make a living. Yeah, and I, I'd leave. I'd leave. Uh, I'd be wearing the house of pain shirt, and people stop me about it and ask me questions about it. And I'm like, I quit wearing this shirt. I got some places to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, listen, I'm not part of that shit. You're teaching jujitsu up there, right? Uh, I was teaching jujitsu. Right now, they're still kind of being careful with the COVID stuff, so I'm just teaching bo- boxing, krav maga, and yeah, stuff like that. I saw. Um, I saw uh, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know where I was fucking working out, and he was telling me you're up there teaching yep. jujitsu. I'm like, oh, okay. Chan's my dude, man. I uh, I started training with, started doing Muay Thai with him a long time ago. Yeah, he's been before. he's been training for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. OG for sure. I don't remember how I met him. I think I might have, I might have taken a class. I might have taken one of his classes one time, and then just I was like, well, I'm pro, and I need even better stand up. Then me came real close. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you've been at all the gyms. Mm-hmm. I bounce around a lot. I moved a lot too. Yeah. So a lot of the gyms, I was like, and then my hours were so screwed up. I was yeah. like, I can't, this isn't going to work out for me because you don't have these classes. Right. Does it feel good to have a regular schedule now? Yes, very much. I get to make my schedule, basically. Really? Yeah. I just have to, I have to hit, um, I have to hit a place four times. If I can't get a hold of them, I get paid for it. But I have to do like a day, a weekend, and a night. So I get to pick when I go. So you have to do a day, a weekend, and a night for the same place? Mm, yeah, if I same location, same 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 affidavit. Okay. So I have to hit four times if it's a uh, if it's somebody I can't get a hold of. Oh, because you got to spread it out so you can say yeah. that you've tried every yeah, possible try, option. Every time, every time frame. Right. If they work nights and you're going only days, then you're not ever gonna run it. You're not, you know. Right. <laughs> if you're always going, they're not home. Yeah. Or, you're they're, never, or they're asleep, they're never gonna answer. Right. So you, you know? gotta like try to for sure try to catch them because I imagine there are people who get that job and they're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they just try to avoid the conflict. Well, they uh. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. I mean, I'm, I, mean, I guess I enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, you're <laughs> uh, not conflict averse. When, pe- when people get pissed, when people get pissed off at me, I think it's funny. So, it, <laughs> and it bothers them more. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't go too early in the morning because I always my bosses were like, started seven, you only work till two, and you're good. I'm like, all right, cool. And I thought about it. I was like, man, someone's knocks on my door at seven a.m. I am not answering that. That's yet. not the move. You can not, you can knock on the door all you want. I will lay in bed wide awake because you knocked on the door, and I'm just, I'm not answering the door. So right. I, just, I started. I started like 10 a.m. 
I'm like, that's a good move. I think if you go, if somebody knocks on the door at 10, I'll answer the door at 10. Yeah. That's like, not who's ter- at the door at 10? That's not a terrible move at all. 7 a.m. too early. <sighs> yeah. Well, it just depends on the person. You catch me at 7, I'm good. <laughs> I'm usually up by 4.30 every day. <laughs> I can't do that. I just think most people I'm serving probably aren't early risers. <laughs> <laughs> they, if, they're early, if they're early risers, they probably are paying their bills. You mean they're not getting up and getting after it first thing and cracking dawn? Probably and... not. If, if, <laughs> if you're somebody that plans out, I'm waking up at 430, I'm going to have some coffee, I'm going to work out, and then I'm going to go to work, then you're probably a guy that's probably paying their bills <laughs> consistently. Right. And you're not getting served for a fucking back back pay or some shit. And I, do, I mean, I do, get some, I do get some other ones, but it's usually just bills. Somebody yeah. that did, um, if they have like a... If they did payday loans and stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was a debt collector for a summer, and uh, we mostly collected uh, like hospital debts. And I was just on the small end side of it. So they like, calling. Yeah, I was calling people. Debt collector sounds so cool when you when you're not saying I'm. It was a phone call. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I was, I was a debt collector. So was Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a good debt collector. This just sucked, dude. It, people were upset about it. I was like, I was. That's why I was terrible. A lot. I was terrible a lot of things because I was. I'm like a bleeding heart with a lot of stuff. Right. That's why I couldn't be a cop. <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons I couldn't be a cop. <laughs> right. It's cool. Well, it's just like. I'm just like, ah, is it that big of a deal? Yeah, uh, I'd let a lot of people go. I know I would. Yeah, yeah. I'd but, probably be a great cop. I'd probably be a person that needs to be a cop. It's actually, but yeah, because you can actually <laughs> empathize with people. As a, but I also, I mean, I, I know some of the stories my dad's told, and I was like, I would have probably murdered that guy. I almost guarantee would have, so I don't yeah. think that's a good job for me. <laughs> probably not the best one. But, yeah, no. dude, I, I did not like being a debt collector because it's just constant, like, confrontations mm-hmm. i just always felt uneasy in my stomach because yeah. you don't know who the fuck's gonna answer that and then you're told well call their job dude. nobody wants to get called at their fucking job dude mm-hmm. here i am the asshole calling people's jobs like I, what the fuck i hate having it when i serve i have to serve people their jobs sometimes dude and i all and i'm like i'm so uh, i try and be as cool as humanly possible but i'm like hi uh, has anybody spoke to someone so what's this about i said i got they got some paperwork well, what's the paperwork about i'm like i can't tell you man i say it's just paperwork that uh somebody's trying to um it might be uh, sometimes i give checks which is, i'd never do <laughs> i say sometimes <laughs> it's checks that they they're owed and stuff like that it's i'm just not, like I, certified I, documentation I just, I I just, gotta... yeah i just say it's paperwork from the court I try and not let the their bosses or coworkers know about it. I pull them aside and I'm like, hey man, I got this for you from like, Oh, okay. Thanks, man, for being quiet about this. No problem, dude. So right. We don't gotta be a douchebag doing this job. If you're cool about it, you can if you're a cool person, you're cool about it. Right. Just treat people as fucking yeah. people, dude. Like nobody like, wants to be embarrassed. Nobody wants to be embarrassed. And everybody's been embarrassed, so why try and embarrass other people? Right. You know? Yeah, people who do that, like it just feeds their own ego. Mm-hmm. It just makes them feel good. I mean, it's the same. I mean, I look at the, that as I mean, everybody's been in certain situations to a degree, and why be why be why put somebody else's situation that you weren't comfortable in? Right. You know. Right. Just have some fucking empathy. And I don't. I just don't understand a lot of how people react these days with certain shit. Really. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, whenever I think of like serving people, I always think of like pineapple express. <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> like you just run around high all day. No, I carry a gun in a vet. I can't do that. Well, I do. I just think more so like how many costumes do you have? <laughs> I have none. I I literally. <laughs> so I, I mean, I roll up to the door. I already kind of look like a cop, a tattooed cop. So I just go up. I have I have to wear a gun. Um, we don't wear the badge anymore. Uh, we they had us quit wearing the badge, which is I'm really happy with. It makes you less of a target. Yeah, uh, it makes you less of a target, and but it's also I I'd, sco- I'd spook myself and I'd see it in the mirror. I look over, I see a badge. I go, oh, cr- oh, that's me. <laughs> 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 so what I do? <laughs> Fuck. But uh, no, um, I I, have, I walk up to the door. I wear khakis and a black shirt and knock yeah. on the door. And there's a lot of times people, are, a lot of people are pissed off, but I I'm so nice about it that they're usually like, I say, have a good day, man. You too. 
<laughs> all right, cool. Right. So sometimes people are assholes about it. Sometimes they're not. Dude, it, you know, honestly, I'm th- it probably helps that you're like you're not like a big like intimidating guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's probably easier to diffuse situations for you. It is, and it, it, I mean, it's that's, like, hey, dude, I'm not a threat. I'm not my size, to hurt you. my size has helped me and hurt me many times in my life. Right. <laughs> so sometimes people, that's where I get into so many damn fights over the years because I don't look like an intimidating threat. Right, and then you're just like, hey, listen, bitch, <laughs> I'm gonna hurt, I'm gonna hurt you. Eventually, I flip a switch. Yeah. Like freaking Lincoln Hawk, I turn the head around. All right, now you're in trouble. Yeah, because you're capable. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Which which helps you be calm. Yep, and I I don't want I don't want to go and get in fights. I fought for money for years, and unless I empty your pocket, I just fought for free. Right, <laughs> like this doesn't benefit. <laughs> and me. And then I'm, I'm probably gonna my hands are probably gonna hurt, and I'm gonna be sore a little bit. Oh god. <laughs> and I gotta work the rest of the day. Why get into a fight with Why do I get into a fight with you guys when I got I I got five hundred dollars in my car I can go make. Right. You know. <laughs> right, dude. How nice is it to not just have your body beat like, to be beat up all the fucking time from training? Dude, I I took so many. I took like two years off of training completely. And I got fat. Yeah. But I also was like, I wake up and the only time I felt bad is if I drank too much the night before. And I'm like, this feels good. Like, you don't hurt. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, I've been training jujitsu like crazy. And it's like, I've been having this, like, my fucking elbows <laughs> fucked up. And it's like, it's not, like, it's not going to heal unless I don't do anything. You got and then, the weird bruises. And it's like, like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn, why am I so sore here? Like, shit. <laughs> like, just just catch elbows or something. Yep. Roll with these white belts. Although, dude, I don't roll with many white belts these days. I mean, I'm teaching more and more white belts, but like for a while there, like unless I knew you, and if you're if you're a white and a blue belt, if I didn't know you, I'm probably mm. not gonna fuck with you because like it's just not worth getting hurt. No, and they spaz out, spaz out like crazy. Spaz, I've been training bro. one of our JWs, uh, and uh, I mean, I'll go with. I'm just getting back in shape, and I'm starting to remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> I said it came back to me. Some of it comes back to me real fast. Some of it's I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to do that there. But, I mean, I'll roll with white, I'll roll with white belts and, and everybody else, and white belts are just the most pain in the ass to roll with. Yeah. It's not because it, – it, I mean, it's not because they're just uh, – they don't know what they're doing. It's because they you put them in something, you don't want to hurt them, and they spaz out, and you're like, man, I got to let you go, and then they elbow you in the face. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Everything has to be forced. Yep. Everything has to be forced. I was talking to somebody, um, can't remember who, but it was like, it doesn't matter if if you're like if you're old or you're just like if you're younger. Mm. Like it's always the same result, just for different reasons. Like <laughs> when you're younger and you're athletic, you feel like I'm just gonna explode through everything. I'm a mm. beast through this. Like that's my way to to get from one position to the next. That's my way to finish the submission. And so you like you overcompensate with your athleticism and like your ability, mm-hmm. but then if you're on if you're older, then it's just like fuck, man. I'm going with these younger guys, and like man, I gotta really like keep up and and like use my strength to like compensate <laughs> for like you being older. So you end up getting the same spazziness yep. just for different fucking reasons. It's like dude, just calm the fuck down. Exactly. That's how I mean. That's how I rolled forever. I, I'd sit on my ass and be like, come on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's how I, I mean. I'll, I'll, I never start on the knees because I'm like, we're just gonna wrestle around grabbing each other's heads. That's never a position you're gonna be in in real life where you're both on your knees gr- trying to wrestle the person to the ground. Right. So what's the point of doing it? And it's it's gonna make me tired. I don't want to be tired. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here. You can start where you want. You start a mount. Okay, cool. Now I gotta work my way out of mount. That's easier than re- trying to wrestle you to the ground from your knees. Right. Yeah. I'll <laughs> let you get this good position. It doesn't matter to me. Yep. That's yeah. how I am. Yeah. I just can't. You can't lead with ego. No. Yeah. Always. Trying to win. That's how you, you don't get better at jujitsu if you're always trying to win. No, and making these kids good. So I, I let kids they try and put something on. I'm like, you need to lock this in this way. I tell them how to do it, and they lock it in. I tap to it, and they're like, oh, I was like, you 
he kind of tapped me, but he, I'll let you get it. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, dude, it, whatever. I, I showed you how to do it, and I let you keep doing it, or I would have gotten. <laughs> yeah, like whatever builds some confidence. Yeah, build, build their confidence. Let them keep training, and then those that's going to make the gym better because they're going to keep training and paying money, and their yeah. coaches are gonna get, your coaches are going to get paid more, and they're going to teach more cool stuff. Yeah. And they can learn more. Well, I found like if I'm training with these guys and like my skills just way better than them, it's just it's just better to let them put me in bad mm-hmm. positions. Yeah. It just is. It's going to help them. It's going to help me. It's like I don't give a fuck you might even finish the position i don't care i mean that's i mean that's how i did almost all i mean getting ready for fights i had people just put me in bad positions because yeah i knew i know how i fight i'm gonna be put in a really bad position <laughs> I was like, i'm gonna do something or i'm gonna get i'm gonna get uh i'm not gonna keep my hands up and get hit and dropped on my ass and then i'm gonna be in a bad position so i better just work it now so it's just muscle memory <laughs> yeah yeah so if if i you know like they're doing all these fights and shit now in like these empty buildings mm-hmm. like how would you feel if you had a man I don't see. This is the weird thing is I didn't notice the difference in crowds from any of the crowds I fought at. Really, I did. I, I did not notice it. I didn't notice the ring girls. Yeah, I did. I don't know if it was tunnel vision or what. Yeah. When I fought on. I mean, I fought on Bellator. You fought on Bellator. I fought on. Uh, I fought on some giant places, and it just didn't seem. I wasn't worried about everybody else. I, only people that I was ever worried about watching me was my friends and family. Yeah. And they were at both of them. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And you and most of the crowd was usually yeah. friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, so for me, I think if if I fought in an empty building, I probably actually would like that. I probably would too. Yeah. Like, so fighting that is what's it the the Enterprise Center now? Yeah. Stock trade when we fought there, like, I liked that better mm-hmm. than going to fucking Ameristar and fighting mm-hmm. because like. The people are pushed back. And yeah. I don't have some fuckhead who just paid a hundred dollars to sit next to this cage, <laughs> yelling stupid shit, yelling at me like <laughs> dumbass shit. <laughs> I hated that. I was, <laughs> <coughs> and they always were yelling something stupid. I had I was watching a, one of my old fight videos, and um, I was talking to my I was talking to my buddy, <laughs> my biker buddy, and my who sit next to my wife who were ringside. I was yeah. talking to them while I was kneeing this guy in the stomach, and uh, I was like, you know, I probably shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> Dude, yeah. I shouldn't have done that, but it was just right there. And I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Where are you guys going after this? <laughs> <laughs> so patronizing. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I mean, I'm like, man, if I'm focusing on these guys, I'm not focused on yeah. the fight. So it's probably like a detriment to me even noticing that they were there. But I did. I fucking yeah. noticed it. I didn't you're like gonna it. Notice. And you're going to have people yell stupid stuff. And you're gonna, it's going to get in your head. Like, uh, kick him in the nuts. Man, what the hell do you mean, kick me in the nuts? You're going to think about that. And just, it's yeah, weird. sometimes I'm like, damn, dude, why are they... What the fuck did I do to you, bro? <laughs> Why don't you like me? And I, I mean, the, oh, because I'm not from here. And he's your friend. Got it. <laughs> he's your uncle's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Freaking. Um, but I, I can. You can hear everything in those empty stadiums, which is really wild. Yeah. You can hear. I mean, you can hear both coaches. Everything. When the hell can you hear your coach when you're in a fight? I mean, very rarely was I able to hear people. Yeah. And uh, I mean, everybody heard me because of my weird voice. But hearing both coaches, you could hear what that coach is telling the guy. And like, and you see him set it up, and you can probably get out of the way. It's probably weirder to fight in that with that aspect of it. Probably, probably. <laughs> and some people feed off the energy. Yeah, like they need that crowd. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people do. Yeah, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd see Conor McGregor fight an empty stadium for more than one reason. But I don't think you'd see him do that. Yeah, that guy. He's, <laughs> I know Conor's your boy, right? Uh, I mean, he's. I, I like him. <sighs> I, I like. I like aspects of him. I like a lot. I like a lot. He's gonna retire. Like Jesus Christ. I, I don't know. <laughs> he's a. He's definitely a drama queen. Showman for sure. He's a showman, and he definitely knows how to market. 
and I think that's a he. I think that's gonna be the huge thing. Yeah. Well, dude, he 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 legitimately like you know he changed some shit like mm-hmm. as far as combat sports are concerned and how people are getting paid and like what is potential now. Yeah. Like it wasn't even a possibility yeah. until he came around with some of these dollars. But like. The dude like he'll win belts and then he doesn't defend them and he's just he's always doing yeah. this next big thing but he's not fighting anymore. With that being said, I think he got humbled a little bit too. Yeah, I think because he didn't when he came out and fought Cowboy, you didn't see Conor McGregor that ever that was the past Conor McGregor. He also wrecked. No, but build up for it. He didn't talk shit. He didn't uh, really talk a whole lot of shit on him. Yeah. And he didn't come out and wasn't an asshole and all that stuff. And he, after the fight, super he went over super nice. Super respectful. I was like, you know, sometimes you need that in life. Some yeah. people need to be humbled. Well, and also, like, what, I mean, you get so much success, mm-hmm. and it's like you lose the chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't have anything to prove anymore. He already mm-hmm. fucking was the two-division champion. Mm-hmm. He's already wrecked the fucking, you know, Jose Aldo when he was a fucking, mm-hmm. like, nobody. Yeah, nobody could touch him. Yeah, dude, he was like, we watched that he fight, was almost like we? a god at the time, right? Yeah, we, we watched that at Clinton's. Yep, it's like, it's like, like Jose Aldo was, like, untouchable, dude. Like, nobody you can't him. fuck with that guy. And then he Breaking just. People's legs with kicks, and, and he puts them down. You know what I mean? Seconds. He's just. In, I mean, obviously <laughs> Nate Diaz fucked him up. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's able to get some some revenge for that, and mm-hmm. even that's kind of debatable <laughs> who, who you talk to. But it's just like he 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 definitely doesn't have the same like hunger and drive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which why would you? The dude makes more money off of alcohol sales. Yeah. And a one boxing match. I think he probably made more in one boxing match than he did with the, yeah. The yeah. One, one so he's always looking for these paydays. So yeah. there's no real drive there to fight anymore. No. So it, for me, it doesn't even. It, I don't. He could sign any any contract to fight. It really wouldn't even excite me yeah. personally, just because of all the all the antics and shenanigans. <laughs> some people love the antics and shenanigans. Some people do. I am antics and shenanigans. Uh, but I, I mean, some. I mean, when he fought uh, Nate Diaz, I was like, this is not a good fight for him. No. And everybody was like, what do you mean? So he's probably not going to win. Nate Diaz can take everything he's going to hit him with. Dude. And he's probably going to he's probably going to take him down. Yeah. And he's going to get destroyed. And everybody thought that was crazy. So I was like, "Listen, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm like number 1 Irish." <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, "Trust me, I'm telling you that he's probably getting his ass kicked." Just a bad matchup. And uh, I said the same thing. I said that I called I called both of his fights he lost. And I was like, I knew he wasn't. I knew freaking Khabib was going to take him down and hit him. Yeah. So he doesn't have. I mean, he's got decent takedown defense, but Khabib's wrestling was so much better than his takedown defense. I'm like, he's just not going to be a good fight. Dude, and Khabib doesn't fuck around. He's mm. not about the antics. He's mm. sitting there beating Connor up. Oh, talk now. <laughs> Say something now. <laughs> Which is antics in itself, but you're right. Oh, it is. It 100% is, but he waited to the. Yeah. they were got in the fight. Yep. He didn't say shit leading mm. up. He's like, all right, bitch, now what? I like that. I'm about, I'm about this life. I, 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 liked, fight. I liked a lot of and people. Are, people well, my Irish friends are probably going to hate on me for this. I love when he jumped out of the cage to go fight people in the crowd. <laughs> that was the I was like, I was like, that's shit that I would do. <laughs> dude, he was not fucking right. He's, he's like, like, I'm right, going to kick your ass too. He's like, he jumped off the ring and dude, kicked he's going the after face. everybody, bro. <laughs> Dude, that was, dude, I loved it. I loved it too. That was awesome. I mean, and I'm again, I'm I'm Irish, and I should be. I I don't just back somebody blindly. I guess. Right. But I, I was like, man, I was like, he's, he's talking shit. This dude, if this dude's gonna fuck him up. Well, and then he jumped out like, and he went to fight. Khabib wasn't doing entertainment though. Khabib no, he was wasn't. there to kick the shit. That out That was of real. But I'm just saying, for us as spectators, <laughs> yeah. it's all entertainment. We're just yeah. we're there to watch people be savages and fight. <laughs> that's what we want to fucking see. And then he took it out of the cage, even yep. like, oh, fuck yeah. And that's shit. That's the kind of shit that I would. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, somebody pissed me off enough, I would jump out of the ring and go beat the crap out of them. Yeah, but I mean, at least the older me, the younger me would do it. <laughs> yeah, because because it, it becomes personal. Yeah, right. It's no, it's no more this, this sport. 
right? Like you're you're talking about my family, you're talking about this and that, and it's just like, bro, mm-hmm. you can't have that happen. Like you made this too personal. Yeah, you can't you can't go too far. You go too far, there's no coming back from it, especially with me. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot, I think there are a lot of fighters that you're gonna push them and push them and push them. Eventually, they're gonna be like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck you, then. Here we go. Yeah, and you're I, about to learn a lesson today. I, you know, I would take this fight for free now. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I just want to put a hurting on you. And <clears throat> some of the antics that people do, I mean, they'll get, they, they're just to get in your head, too. Yeah. So if you can keep that, and that's what Khabib did. He, he didn't let him get in his head. Right. <laughs> so, Dude, you know who I want to see fight? Yeah. Um, now we're sitting here thinking about it. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, Jorge Masvidal fucking fight either Khabib or Connor. I'd love to see both. Oh, dude, that'd be so. <laughs> I love, I love Masvidal. How disappointed is that he got passed over for this next fight with he's, Usman? He's trying to get out of the UFC. From he needs to, man. They're fucking him over hard, man. Who? I can't remember who's about to fight Usman. The guy is it the guy who just uh, beat up Tyron? Yeah, yeah, I think whatever his name is, but like. Why is it not Masvidal? Like he's already proven he's the next more guy more than once. Yeah, he's he doesn't matter. You ask him to fight somebody, he's gonna fight him. He, he freaking destroyed he, um, Funky. Yeah, <laughs> he's fight. He's taking fights he doesn't even need to take. You know, he's fucking beating people up. He he's a fucking fighter. Mm-hmm. He's a real fighter. I mean, he been fight. I mean, remember remember watching the Kimbo Slice shit? But he Dude, was on those. I didn't even know that was him. Yeah, I, until I, he was, he was talking UFC. about it, and then and then I went back and I watched it again. I'm like, oh, I remember this fucking fight in the backyard in that shitty ring. Yeah, man. <clears throat> and he he said. Submitted the, guy, submitted the guy too. He's, I remember he submitted a guy. And yeah. I, remember he did, I remember he did a lot of. I remember a couple of fights. Dude, he's he's beating up people. You know, twice the size. Mm-hmm. Like just patient, sick ass hands, fucking killing people in the body. Sitting there doing body shots in street fights. Like who's doing? <laughs> <laughs> who's doing that shit? Very very few people. Man. I still love body shots and street fights, but <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! I'm, I'm, I'm just usually because I can't reach their head. I'm gonna go all old school boss <laughs> route and just deliver this fucking. Some... <laughs> that's where that's where I learned that crap. Yeah. Training over at bosses, dude. The, the... Kimba was there when I was training at bosses. Oh really? Yeah. Dang. That was wild. I bet it was. Dude. I was begging. I was begging to spar him. I was watching it because Kimba had really small legs. This is before people really knew like. Whenever he first got in MMA, it was like, oh, he was just like, he, he was like urban legend, mm-hmm. right? Because he's in there fucking people up in and the streets. Yep. Nobody knew he didn't have any like wrestling or cardio or anything like that, jujitsu. But like, it's Kimbo fucking slice. <laughs> Bad <laughs> motherfucker. And he was training with Boss. And uh, it was wild. I was like, and um, I'd, I watched him hit mitts one day and I went and I said, hey, you guys need, can I spar him? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I want to spar him. He's like 230 pounds. <laughs> They're like, what are you? What? And then finally the coach, the boxing coach goes, well, what are you planning on doing? I said, I'm taking him down and taking his leg. He was like, no, you're not sparring him at all now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to stand with him. You think I'm I'm, I'm nuts. I'm not crazy. That's how you die. <laughs> Dude, I remember the old school fight where Kimbo was like, he must have been high on something because he's like, fucking hit me. And this guy's just like wailing on, wailing on. Wailing. And then he just finally said, whoop. Boom! Hits him with the fucking hook, breaks the dude's yeah. eye socket. Yeah, I remember that, dude. <laughs> you guys, I look like was gonna fall out of his head. Dude, it was bad. It was wild. It was bad. I'm like, how do you take those shots? Like, I mean, obviously adrenaline <laughs> shit, but he was he must have been high on something. Maybe. I mean, he Maybe he, he, he was working for a strip club or a um, porn company. Was he? He was working for a porn company in Florida when he was doing the street fights. Mm. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Like, it was like something Kings or something like that. Okay. But he was uh, working for a, he was working for a porn company, and they got a lot of videos and stuff. And there's probably a lot of drugs in the porn business, I would bet. I would imagine. So if there is, is in the strip club business, probably in the porn business. I'm sure there's a lot of overlap there. <laughs> yeah, no, everything I've heard, though, he's like the sweetest fucking human. He was. Dude, uh, did you go to the one, the Bellator, the press conference? I didn't. Uh, I was sitting there, and um, I don't want to I'll talk ill of the dead, but I could tell he, he could tell he had been crying. 
Mm. And when he was do- when he came out, he was wearing his sunglasses and his big fake necklace. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm I I talked to him in person because the fighters got to talk to him. And I'm yeah. like, hey, how you doing? And I could tell in his voice, his voice is kind of cracking, and he could tell he cried. I'm like, what's going on? I went and I talked to somebody, and they said, yeah, he has terrible stage fright. Mm. I said, what? I said, like, holy crap. I mean, everybody gets a little bit, but eh. you would think on that level, on the stuff he's done, I, hmm. I started thinking, of the way, most of his fights were on video was like nine people. Yeah, not many people <laughs> around. So, and he had his stage fright. It was uh, That was at Ballpark Village. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. That is interesting, man. He was a really sweet guy, though. Yeah, that's everything that I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, though, because like, just because you see somebody um, on TV or even if they you know, like perform in front of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, they can still be super shy individuals yeah. in their personal life. <clears throat> I mean, how many how many celeb- how many stars have we met over the years fighting that you would think were going to be assholes? Yeah, and they were super cool. I mean, Matt Hughes used to put up our freaking cages, and him and his brothers put our cages up. We fought in and took them down. Yeah, he yeah. took pictures of everybody. I, I can't mean, tell I've, you how many times I've seen Matt yeah. Hughes just out and about. <clears throat> I saw him at I saw him at a I was at I was in Florissant eating at a um at a buffet and I ran into him. Yeah, I mean he's just he was always nice as hell to me. Right. So one of the greatest fighters of yeah. all time. Yep. I mean, I've heard a lot of a lot of bad stuff about him over the years. People h- hated him and how big of a bully he was. But I mean, I heard about how nice he is too. I mean, one of his his movie tie coach, uh, Don Hyatt. Yeah. Very good friend of mine. Uh, he worked his um, he owned a shop that was right next to strip club, and yeah, one of his his old lady works at the club, and he was movie he was movie tie coach for Robbie Lawler and freaking uh and and Matt Hughes. Oh shit. No bullshit. Well, you can. I mean, I feel like we all have the capability of mm. you know you're the either the hero or the fucking villain in someone's story. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And. <laughs> Every time I ever saw him, he was just kind of, just kind of chill, kind of quiet, yeah. just kind of hanging out to himself. <clears throat> and I mean, uh, people, uh, I get, I get viewed as different things all the time too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I just base, I base everybody off of how they treat me or how I see them treat other people. Yeah. You know, I could hear, you could tell me 500 stories about somebody, and I'm like, that might have been something he did in the past, and he changed. You don't know, I don't know where he is now. Right. You know. Right. Well, he might have been a piece of shit then. I mean, I've I've been I've never been a good person my entire life. I've done stupid shit. One hundred percent. And then I have people that I've never done stupid shit too. They're like, they would never believe the big asshole I've been in the past. So, dude, yeah, I've even told my girlfriends. I'm like, listen, I've I've been a fucking pretty, pretty big asshole. Like, I'm not just some fucking angel, dude. Yeah. Like, that's 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 just being human, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're we're these complex fucking creatures, and I, nobody's this or that. I think one of the best things about me is one of the best and worst things about me is I don't have a filter. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll catch my I'll catch myself view, doing something or saying something, and I'll say it out loud. And the beautiful the beautiful thing is I say it and I hear myself say it and I go, well that's fucked up. You think that way. <laughs> and I have to do a retrospective and kind of look look myself in the mirror. I mean I've said shit to friends and I went, you know it's fucked up. You said that man. And I sit down and I think about it myself, and I change. I get better from it. Yeah. As, as bad as it is that I, I just say shit and don't think about it. Yeah. It, it makes me better because I, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the important piece is, is like you, like you reflect on mm-hmm. it, and then you like you analyze, and you're just like, fuck, man, like that wasn't cool, mm-hmm. and then you adjust from there. I mean, I guess you gotta be open-minded with it too. Yeah, yeah. well, that whole ego thing, right? Yep. Like your your ego, because your ego is gonna fight tooth and nail. Yep. I'll be like, no, bro, you're fucking right. You're cool. <laughs> Fuck them. Sometimes it does. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it does. Dude. I, I've said shit. I said shit to friends, and I'd say it. I'd say it, and I catch myself and go, you know, that was, yeah, that that offended them. Maybe I should. I need to re. I need to either change the way I think or 
change friends that it doesn't offend, and it's easier to ch- it's easier for me to change the way I think than it is change friends. Yeah, it really is. Dude, sometimes I'll say some shit and I'll be thinking about it, and I'm just like, man, like that wasn't very positive. Like, no. why are you why are you why are you saying yep. that shit? Like, be, <laughs> just be more fucking positive. Yep. Exactly, and I'm I'm the same way. I try I try to be as positive as I possibly can be. Yeah. Waking up if you wake up hungover every day, you're not very positive. So that's why I've been cutting back on my drink. <laughs> dude, yeah. Well, it's it's fucking it fucks up everything, dude. Yeah. It, you have to drink a beer to freaking get rid of your hangover, and that's 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 when you start start thinking maybe I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and so I'm smashing a beer at 7 a.m. so I can go to so so I can when I was doing concrete, I smash a beer at 7 a.m. because I'm so hungover, and I was like, man. This is probably bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, this. I don't think normal people do this. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you need a shower beer. <laughs> shower beer. Shower beer is a beautiful thing. There's always there's always empty beer can in my shower. From, from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird though, man. Like, there's, what's better than just like getting a little tipsy or a little drunk or something on a nice mm. fucking day? True. Dude, just nice weather. Maybe you got some friends around. Or maybe you don't got some friends around. <laughs> it's fucking nice out, though. You're just enjoying the fucking scenery and you know, get a little buzzed. So as long as I don't, my, my thing is, is I won't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's and, my then, and then it turns in I come home at 8 a.m. from the strip club or something, and my wife's pissed off. <laughs> and I'm and I'm drinking a beer then. Yeah, if it gets too crazy. Yeah, well that's, that's it's, it's a slippery slope, <laughs> it right? Is, it's a very slippery slope with me. Because one day will turn into two days, and two days will turn into a fucking week. Yes, and it's ugh. like before you know it, you're drinking every fucking day. It's mm-hmm. like I just try not. I just tell myself like, what's the real benefit to me yeah. drinking right now, other than feeling good in the moment, which yeah. is just like you know, just kind of like instant gratification, like some pleasure. So but funny. it's but it's like I usually feel like shit the next day. Like I'm feeling super lethargic today. Yeah, me too. Of, from like drinking yesterday. <laughs> And it's like, ah, that wasn't really – it was positive, <laughs> but it wasn't at the same note. It's like, fuck, man. Sometimes, I mean, I, I get to the point now where I go – I start drinking, and I'm like, mm, you know, you need to stop at this time. And I, I'm able to stop myself from drinking too much now. Nice. I keep telling myself I'm just going to quit drinking entirely. I say it all, say I say, it all the time. I say it all the time. And um, I, I, can, I can go long periods without mm-hmm. drinking. Like, I don't have, like, this super strong urge. Like, I could probably, within a year, maybe drink – Maybe like a couple handfuls of times, mm. maybe, no, okay. or or less even. But it's just like it is harder on the social front. It's like you know going to fight parties mm-hmm. or just going to grab some dinner with some friends or something. Yeah. And it's like sometimes it's nice just to have a drink with the meal and just fucking yeah. be social. That's until freaking weed becomes legal and mushrooms come legal, and then I don't think I don't think we, I think alcohol is gonna go kind of out the window a lot. Yes, <laughs> I hate that we even compare those 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 substances to alcohol, but it's just alcohol is just. M- what most people are yeah, familiar it, with. It's legal, and that's a big thing. Right, but it's it's like it that is a, a literal poison. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like alcohol and, and, to, and like this nicotine, <laughs> tobacco shit. Like this is all these are poisons, but like will cannabis will not do will that. Not kill you at all? Psilocybin will not no. do that. In fact, psilocybin and a lot of psychedelics are they're they're anti addictive. Mm-hmm. They will make you not be addicted. You have a powerful enough trip. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I don't want that again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a crackhead any more after these mushrooms Dude. and it really and it really does do that a lot of people with ayahuasca and stuff i had a buddy that was talking to um he's a he's a he's a super big hippie guy he uh was telling me about um one of his buddies does the frog the, the frog thing yeah down in mexico that he was like you, you should try that one day i was like i think that's that, five that, meo that, dmt that might be right i think so i said uh i said that might be that might be a little much for anybody <laughs> Be intense. I was so I was actually planning a trip down to uh down. To, the plan was to go to Peru in mm-hmm. June before all this shit mm-hmm. fucking went off, 
and um, I think we were going to do some ayahuasca, and then um, I think maybe some mescaline, and I think 5-MeO-DMT was going to be a part of the experience wow. as well. That was going to be wild. That's You might not come back from Peru. You just be like, I'm staying here forever from now on. <laughs> if it weren't for my kids. If it weren't for the fucking kids. It's just so high on my list to, to go experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have got to make and that And peyote happen. and all that craziness. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Just fucking expand consciousness. Dude, one time I um, I did a, uh, a microdose of some psilocybin. Mm-hmm. And I went and rolled jujitsu. And it was the best training day I have ever fucking had, bro. Like... Like, living in the Matrix, bro, you can just see the code. And it didn't matter who you were, dude. Like, I was fucking you up that day. Like, for real, dude. Like, I had my best day of rolling. And, like, speaking of my elbow, like, being sore, like, it was fucked up at that time, too. And, um, but my elbow wasn't hurting. Because, like, you know, sometimes you start doing these psychedelics. And, like, for me, anyway, I always feel, like, super, like, in tune with my body. Like, I always kind of, like, want to, like, stretch and shit. Like, but, like... My, my arm didn't hurt, and I'm doing jujitsu, and I'm just like, well, this shit's going to hurt tomorrow, like, for sure. It didn't hurt the next day, bro. It was like like weeks of healing happened with that one psychedelic That's experience. Crazy. It was the craziest. I keep telling people about it, and I have a hard time even believing it. But, it, it, it fucked. but then I started doing jujitsu again pretty heavy after all this COVID shit, and I hurt my fucking arm again. Like, oh, fucking. I was like, that's what, well, they're um, making it legal and making psilocybin legal in a bunch of states now. Well, it's just, yeah, dude, they're at least decriminalizing it. Yeah. Um, we're, we're seeing more and more acceptance because it's helping people with PTSD, mm-hmm. you know, helping people with depression, anxiety, you know, all these fucking mental disorders. And whether it's going to be, you know, psilocybin mushrooms or um, MDMA is helping a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of therapeutic benefits to these psychedelics. Yes, for sure. I, I believe it. I I believe in that. Uh, believe in that a lot. I've watched a lot of videos and stuff like that that it does help with. Imagine imagine if it fixes depression to the level that a lot of people are having that experience with. It's like the like nobody believed it when the when the weed was taken when uh, they're even the wheat the oil. To these little girls that are having seizures and it changes the seizure. Right. How crazy was that? People are like, that's not real. Like, you don't want that to be real. Yeah. That's the only thing. It's like, she's not acting. Yeah. She's not, a- the four year old girl is not acting, like, have a seizure. You can't teach a four year old how to have a seizure. Yeah. You know, and then turn it off. Yeah, dude. There's no four year old that's that good an actor. No, no, so, no. So, and people are like, there's no, there's no way it's real. What do you think they're doing? Right. <laughs> Because it doesn't fit in this pharmaceutical yeah, does, model that, does, you're, that you're, you're or, so used to. Or your view that you can't change. Right, you know, and that's what that's what a lot of problem with the world is. People will not change their view, no matter what evidence you give them. They right. won't change their fucking view. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, to have your opinion changed. You know what I mean? Like we 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 identify with these things as yeah. us so bad. <clears throat> I don't. I never found it uncomfortable. I see. I know a lot of people that do. Yeah, I, I'm okay with changing. Um, but if I, if I'm wrong about something. I'll go. You know what? I'm wrong. Yeah. You know what? I could. I could. I see. I see where you're coming from. I need to change the way I look at this because this is wrong. Well, more of us need to be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean. And people should. And people. And people would never look at me and think that I am that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, so many people like they don't really search for truth. They just search for confirmation yeah. bias. Yeah. Like confirmation so, rather to to serve their bias. Stroke their ego. You know? Yeah, dude. That's all they're doing. They're trying to stroke. I'm the right. Ego. Let me call. Let me bring up my nine friends. They're gonna tell me I'm right, and then tag them and tag them in our argument. Then you <laughs> get mob mentality. Yep. Yeah. Then it's it turns into douchebags. Which is why I can't be on Facebook. Yes. I, I need I need to step back away from it myself. Dude, it's just it's just 
a headache. I have my two, I have my two profiles, and I don't even go on my main one anymore. I yeah. just I stay on my other one. I messaged I, you on the main one. <laughs> yeah. I should just text you. I had your fucking number. <laughs> I just stay on my other one, and because uh, I don't get banned on it, and I can just I write I do all my memes on it, and I don't write insane I don't write insane shit anymore, so I don't get banned. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's like if you get banned once, then they it's, keep an eye on you. Yeah, it's easy, it's it's easier to get banned. You know what I mean? It's just like oh well, fuck this guy. I got banned. Uh, I was I was going for a year writing just outlandish fuck year a couple of years writing outlandish shit never been banned, yeah. and then I got banned for twenty four hours a week in a month within about a week within about a week right I was like what the fuck yeah dude well I see people with multiple accounts and it's like it's always the same account getting yeah. banned yep and then they'll go to the other one and there'll be no issues yeah and they they haven't really changed their behavior <laughs> but like the other one is getting banned and this one's not mm-hmm. so it's like what the fuck's going on there exactly and I I think it's they're Facebook's turning into some, some freaking like futuristic crazy shit where they're deciding what you can and can't say, and they they're change they're changing the everything about the world these days. Dude, the the world is changing. You know, people are giving up freedoms left and fucking yeah. right right now, dude. And I mean, they're, they're, uh, the outlook, and you're you're finding out a lot about your friends though too. Yeah. So you find out like, oh, I didn't know you were a piece of shit racist. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> And I see, I see that a lot. As I had, I've deleted, I've deleted hundreds and hundreds of people recently. Yeah. Like, why are you saying this? I was like, look, my family are cops, and I was like, and I don't, I don't view it the same way you view it. Right. This is bullshit. You know, it's and a lot of people are, a lot of people, you just, you, they, they see the, I don't know if it is mob mentality or what it is, but they see that other people think like them. Or they ch- or whatever it is, and they decide to just jump on and say what the most outlandish shit. Yeah. Like, why would you? How do you? How do you think like that? Right. You know. Yeah. And you, know, I feel like a lot of people, um, again with ego, everybody wants to make something about them, but it's like, what the fuck was I gonna say to you, Danny? <laughs> oh, people have a hard time seeing past their own struggle. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, my life's fucking hard and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, then they want to just discredit all of this other valid yeah. shit just because it's not about them or, yeah. you know, their own struggle or something. And that's what the people, I always tell people, it's not about you. Your opinion doesn't fucking matter. It's not about you. You haven't lived that life. Right. And that's what I say. Is, I mean, I've had I've had people say racist shit to me. Mm-hmm. I've had people be racist against me. Right. I've had people view look at me and go, "He's got a shaved head," and he's got a shaved head, and he, look, he looks like a freaking neo Nazi. Yeah. And it pisses head. me off. But <clears throat> I uh, I can put a hat on and not look like that anymore. And you go and you're like, well, I have people like, I mean, I could say that and be like, that's how I understand uh, people that are black and how they're being treated. I cannot understand that because I can change this shit really quick by putting a hat on. And that's why it bothers me a lot of the people, the way the way they're talking and acting these days. Right, right. Well, I always, what I always, I, I'm a fucking broken record, but like <laughs> a lot of people want to, they want to um, confuse the, their economic struggle mm. with, with that of like being a person of color. Yeah. Right? It's not the same thing because <laughs> there are a lot of overlapping struggles there, but you can overcome one of them and you can't change the way you fucking look. And like, mm-hmm. you know, you can be a white person. And 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 solve that economic piece. You can get money. You can move to a nicer neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you're probably going to be welcome when you get to that neighborhood. But how many black people have also solved that economic piece, got money, moved to a nicer neighborhood? Still. And then there goes the fucking neighborhood. And then you have white flight, and that's why we have subdivisions. That's yeah. why we have O'Fallon and Lake St. Louis yep. and all those fucking places because people were fleeing mm-hmm. the city where black people were. 
that's exactly how where my family came from. <laughs> right. They went from Jennings to uh, Lake St. Louis. Exactly. Yep. So, like, so there's still shit yep. there, but it's always like, well, you know, the cops treat me like shit, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, dude, you're poor too. We're all poor. <laughs> like, we're, we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> I got my, uh, and I bring, I bring this up. I used to get pulled over all the time in North County. Uh, and I always, I always joked it was driving while white, which is kind of interesting to say now I think about it, but I got pulled over because they thought I was down in certain areas to buy drugs. Oh, <laughs> but, and, uh, people are like, well, if that happened to you, why you don't bitch about all the time? I said, yeah, because I didn't get arrested or shot when I got let go. Yeah. A lot of times people don't. And I mean, there's a lot of places that uh, there are cops that are super racist. I don't, I don't really think I, I don't think I know any cops that are racist. Yeah, but I'm I probably do and just don't know it. But most of the cops I've talked to about the shit that's going on now, they're like, they got fucked up. That cop's fucked up. He shouldn't have done that. Well, even if a person isn't maybe directly racist in the sense of like they're like, oh, I hate all black people. You may hold an unconscious bias (laughs) that you don't realize that you have against a large group of people. Absolutely. And I've I've caught myself. uh, I mean, personally, and I'll be I'm honest about everything I say. Uh, I've caught myself say shit, and I went, you know what? That was that was fucked up. Dude, I've done it too. I, I said I said something to a buddy, and I was like, well, the kid's dad's probably not here. His dad's probably not in the picture. And after I said it, I went, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Why do you think like that? And I chatted. I mean, I literally it, it made me sit down and change, think about my way I thought about shit. It made me change the way I thought about it. Say, like, even saying that as a joke isn't fucking cool. Right. Well, I think that's I think that's the thing that we all need to do is just like hold ourselves accountable <laughs> and be like, man, why the fuck did I say that? Why yeah. do I think that? Like shit. Surprisingly, some of the shit I've said is the one that's changed me the most. And uh. It's also shit that I regret the most. I mean, I've I, a lot of times I say shit and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I, I, if I absolutely believe it, I'm cool with what I said. Yeah, you're, you'll <laughs> take the consequences. Yeah, I'll take the consequences with it. But if I say it and I was like, you know, you don't really think like that, that you knew, you know? Yeah. And uh, you got to gotta kind of re- review how you look at things. Right. So. <laughs> I don't even like the fact that we say racist because yeah. we're all the human race. Yeah. We don't really hate race races like we hate melanin we yep. don't we don't like the skin pigment of another person that's it yep. like you're a melanist if it needs, like you don't like that somebody has more melanin than you or less like that's it i've worked worked on the east side and most of my customers were not white people yeah and uh those are my best tippers <laughs> i was like that's why i mean I, I was like i had a lot of them that came up and i was a barbecue man yeah you know in a strip club parking lot in east st louis right and you, if i was racist i probably would not have been able to keep that job right <laughs> you know Fuck, dude. Most of most of my clients were black guys and Mexicans and stuff like that. It's like that was most of the people that came to the strip club. We're all just people, <laughs> or the ones that ate at the barbecue at the strip club, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody's coming. Yeah, everybody's coming. A lot. It is. It's either drunk white chicks or. <laughs> well, dude, you know that's where the party keeps Food. going, bro. Food's good. My yeah, food is good. Yeah, man. But you, you still like the barbecue? I still love the barbecue. You didn't like ruin it for you? No. I, I get to. I only got to barbecue a certain few things. I still can. I can make some fucking ribs, man. Yeah. Oh, I love my. I'm, I, I'm biased because I make them. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. But I love. I love cooking, man. Yeah. I still to this day love cooking. I enjoy it too. I mean, I did it for so many years. Barbecue is one of those things I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not good at. I'm. I'm trying. It's a craft, man. I'll it's, teach it's you. a true skill. Like I'm trying to get better at it. Well, like I started a barbecue like back in the day, and then I lived in a number of apartments, and they would never let you yeah. have a grill. Yeah. So it's like now we have a grill. It's so like now I'm trying to get. Yeah, my... bar- you got charcoal or what? Yeah. Good. 
Yeah. I see people that are like, I'm a really good barbecue guy. I'm like, oh, you are? That's awesome. I go in and see they have a gas grill. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Nah, bro. Come on with that nah. shit. Yeah, I got one that has like a smoker on the side. Oh, people get so I, – I talk shit. Sorry. I get to talk so much shit on people with the pellet smokers. And I don't, I don't own one. and I've never used one. But yeah. I, still, I still just talk shit on them. They get mad. <laughs> like, I, I, I've been – I'm I'm going to smoke this for 12, 24 hours. I'm like, no, you're, that's going to smoke it for 24 hours. You're putting it in and pressing a button and walking away. <laughs> Set it and forget it. Yeah, like those Traeger grills. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't have one of those. No, me neither. Those things are fucking nice, though. Would you, would you, would you get one? Uh, I don't think I don't think so. I, I someone's maybe, like Dan here. Take this. Bro. Maybe if it's I get, free. it's free, bro. It's yours. I, oh, I would take it if it's free. I take anything that's free. I was poor. Would you? Use, <laughs> would you use it? I might sell it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Flip I, pro- it. I probably would. I probably would use it. Um, but I. I mean, I. I can smoke stuff now with just soaking wood and water and putting it with some charcoal and offsetting it from the heat. Yeah. And then uh, you're good. Yeah. I can cook ribs and. It, I mean, I cook, I've cooked a lot of things that are people. There's no way that's gonna work like that. It does work like that. I've done it for five years. Yeah, I did it for it five years, four times a week. Yeah, you got like a favorite barbecue spot in in the city? Oh, or around man, here anywhere? Man, uh, I love Sugar Fire, but I mean, yeah. Pappy's is still up there too. And uh, yeah. we had Little Dickies not long ago, or I think it was Little Dickies. That was really good. I've never heard of them. Uh, I said Little Dickie. I'm fucking up that with the movie, the TV show. Yeah, Little Dicky. Little Dicky. I think yeah. it's Little Dicky's. There's maybe something like that. Or Dave's. Or something like that. Oh, Dave's? Where's that? I don't know. I, just, oh. <laughs> I, I thought maybe you're fucking up the no, name. No, I probably am fucking up the name. I fuck up names like you. Oh, I, I, I don't got know. punched the head too many times. Dude, there's just there's this place over here on, on Page called, uh, I think, Miss Piggy's Smokehouse. I've seen it. Dude, I've it's, never been there. Apparently, well, I was I was reading this. Um, this article that was written about like um, like uh, like old school barbecue places mm-hmm. in the city that people don't really know about, and they uh, it and they wrote the guy who wrote it um, ended up going around with uh, Dave Sandusky who owns Beastcraft Barbecue, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was like taking like a little tour of like some of these places, and I think I think and they might have even been going to all like like black owned ones mm. or whatnot. And uh, and that was a one that was one on the list. I'm like, man, I gotta check this fucking place out, bro. I got their fucking pork steak. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, I've been on a mission to just try all these holes in the walls in different places in the city. We have such good barbecue well, here. Well, Father's bro. Day is Sunday. That's the day to do that. It is a good day to do it because there's a, a lot of places do like Father's Day barbecue stuff. Oh, yeah. Surefire does. Uh, they have like I remember last year we got 24 ounce pork steaks. Ooh. Oh, dude. Dude. That sounds good. Have you had the his and, the pork steaks from His and Hers Barbecue? No, I haven't. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's tender. It's good flavor. <laughs> I uh, I need to go to hit more barbecue places. His and Hers is out there by you. It, I need to try it out. I know I know where it's at. I've seen it. I just haven't been there. Yeah. I, usually when I say I want barbecue, my wife's like my wife goes and gets barbecue. She's like that. She's like that mom that's like, I want McDonald's. We got that shit at home. <laughs> like, I, I want some. I want to go get some barbecue. She goes and gets. Some, she always gets some barbecue. And like go cook it. I'm like fuck. Oh, she goes and buys all the meat. And <laughs> she knows, she knows I can cook it. Yeah. She's like, just make it yourself, motherfucker. Make, go ahead. Yeah. I'll make. I'll make you a McDonald's sandwich at home. Dude, the other day, last I think it was last Wednesday, we went out to. Uh, we went and got some big muddies from that Emos. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Those. Bur- that's, that's all about me. Yeah, dude, it's out there. Right. You can only get that yeah, pizza because it's me Emos next door. Yeah, because there's emos in that sugar fire right there in that same building. So. I got that the day it came out. I was because I I'm, I follow I follow the sugar fire Winghaven. Yeah, and I uh, we're name dropping them. They should they should sponsor you. Fuck yeah, they should. <laughs> uh, they uh they they posted it. They're like, we're gonna try this today, and I'm like, whoa whoa whoa, hold on a minute. We went right there and got two of them. Dude, yeah, we got two. Yep. We fucking went for, uh, for wacky Wednesdays. Buy one get one, bro. Dude, those things are so fucking good. <laughs> their brisket, what is it? It's a brisket, brisket sausage. Yeah, it's like a jalapeno sausage, yeah. and then their red and white barbecue sauces. Oh. 
dude. People talk oh. shit on St. Louis style pizza or thin crust, whatever you want to call it. Can't like, fuck with that. dude, oh. I fucking love thin crust Me pizza, too. bro. Like, I, do I don't too. like all the bread. I and like that, the crisp. I like texture. And they're, they're, that cheese, everybody hates that cheese. I, I love, I love that cheese. I buy the cheese from Aldi. <laughs> it's like, was it Provel? Provel. Yep. Yeah, I fucking buy it all. We got some cheese in the fridge from the. Dude, nope, nobody, fu- nobody believes that that's any good. But I was like, I can put that on a couple of different things. It has like good. a smoky flavor to it, dude. It's so yeah, good. I love it. I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> I just bought, I just bought some new shit. Um, my buddy was talking about. It's uh, it's Parmesan, uh, black. It's Parmesan truffle and black garlic. Mm, it's uh, good. It, and I, I put it on some, I put it on some fucking uh, from. Popcorn yesterday. It was mm. fire as hell. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, that does sound good. I don't like how people they associate St. Louis style pizza with emos exclusively because mm-hmm. it's it's literally just thin crust pizza. That's yeah. all it is. Like other places have that. <laughs> they do, and like also, if you're from St. Louis, then you should know about like Cecil Whitaker's, yeah. which I usually fuck with them over emos anyway. And Panteras. Yeah, like. There's a lot of good I went and picked bro. my dad up and took him to Pantera. There's not many of them around anymore. No. I thought there's like two left in St. Louis. Really? Yeah, there's not. There was a shit ton when we were kids. Really? Yeah. I'm not from here, so. Uh, there was a shit ton of, like, in North County. I was like, I lost my virginity in Pantera's <laughs> bathroom, actually. <laughs> 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 I, I used to go to Pantera's all the time. Damn, that's Play Golden Axe. Oh. Damn, old school, dude. I'm old. I'm old, man. That's all right. <laughs> we're all getting there, dude. Shit. How old are you now? Um, I'll be 33 in December. Shit, you're young still. 32, yeah. I'll be 38 in November. You're still Oof. young too, fuckhead. I feel, I don't feel it. <laughs> well, our body, see, that's the thing though. In age, like, we're young. Like, in in the grand scheme of things, and like, even like, I live a healthier lifestyle, so I'm, I feel like if I like tested, like, I would probably even test younger than I am. But like, my body is beat the fuck up. It's older than the average 30-year-old yes. body. I get, I get, I, I'm, I'll be like going to wipe my own ass and my shoulder starts to pop out. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Dude. <laughs> oh my God. I fucking, so I had to have surgery on this shoulder. Now it's like golden. And then I was mountain biking and uh, um, I went over the fucking handlebars. And then now this shoulder's like semi fucked up. And it's like, can't catch a break, man. Nope. I, I quit mountain biking after that day. I'm like, juice isn't worth the squeeze, man. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I, uh, my knees are, my knees are jacked these days. My knees and my, uh, my neck. My neck and my shoulder. I, I wake. <laughs> I get name off ninety things. I, if I sleep, if I sleep wrong, I wake up and my shoulders like half out of socket. And I got to put it back in. Yeah. And then my hands are numb for half the day. Yeah. To shake them out and reach up and <laughs> jazz hands for fucking five minutes in the morning. Yeah. To get your hands back. Dude, I you know what I started doing after I I got shoulder surgery for pretty most pretty much almost every day I like hang from a pull up bar. Just Oof. just grab it and just hang and just let everything decompress. I'll do it both pull up uh hand position and like a chin up hand position. And it just helps stretch everything the fuck out and just maintain that shoulder. That's health. a good idea. Dude, I might have to do that. How easy is that? It doesn't really take any work and you're actually getting some grip strength out of it. Yeah. So it's just like I want to get that. I want to do that, and then uh, I've always been thinking about that inversion table. Yeah, that's a good move too. Uh, I was thinking about getting one. I used to have one, and I sold it because I need some money. It was, <laughs> it was like after I got fired from my job, I'm like, "Fuck, dude, I need some goddamn money. Let me sell all my stuff." If I forgot where Batman got his, where it was a pull-up bar, and he just hung upside down. Remember yeah, those that? moon boots is what yeah. those are called. I think those are called moon boots. I think I'd get but stuck up there. I probably get stuck up there. <laughs> that might be too much inversion for me. So I had an inversion table, and like you can, um, like you can adjust how much it actually mm-hmm. will go. Um, Cause you want to like kind of like build up a tolerance to that, and I was like, oh well, fuck, I'm just so head first into everything. I went all the way and like <laughs> hanging upside down and shit, and like I almost stretched out my back too much, oh, wow. and like almost like destabled my shit, <laughs> fucked up my back for like weeks. Fuck. 
I was like, shit, dude. Oh, fuck. I've, I, I, got a, I got a similar story. I yes and you all the time. <laughs> yes and. I got this, too. Yeah. I, um, I, my neck was so bad for a long time. I had um, I had the uh, thing that goes over the door and you crank. Yeah. You pull it real tight. Yeah. I, um, then I, uh, that thing broke on me. So I, what I did is I, I put a, um, I, used a, I used a rope and a headgear. I almost killed me one time, <laughs> almost, but I, I, I almost hung myself. I like, I went to sleep. And I woke up. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I did it so bad. My neck is straight from it. It didn't make me any taller, sadly. But <laughs> decompre- I was decompressing my neck because it was so much pain from my. I, I uh, severed a nerve in my neck a long mm. time ago. Like I can't feel half. I never. I, since you know me, I couldn't feel this much in my hand. Oh really? I'm at the fist, and I'm. Sh- I have to look and make sure it's it's there. Oh wow! I can't feel these fingers. Even if like, if you ever broke your hand to fight, man, I don't even know it. I, I might have. Yeah. These fingers pop out of socket and shit real bad. Like they just pop out that easy. Oh wow! Shit. Do you do anything like uh, like cryo or ice baths or anything? <laughs> I when I trained all the time, I did. Yeah, I used to go to I used to go to Sub Zero all the time. Right, um, and I I swear by that. But what about now? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, if I'm if I get sore, I probably start doing. I'm starting to get back into training. Yeah, I think if I go to like if I'm training like three or four times a week, I'll probably have to start going back and going yeah. to chi- chiropractor or like and stuff. hit the sauna. Like, yeah, sauna feels so oh, good. Yeah, I want to do that for sure. I I keep sweat swearing it because I'm like, cause I'm not drinking so much these days. I'm like, I need to get rid of, I need to get rid of the water weight that I had gained. Yeah, I'm like 155 now. And I mean, I, I was like, I, I could probably sweat. I probably lose ten pounds of water weight real easy. Probably <laughs> if you just kind of clean up some things, yep, you'll just, like it should just fall right off. Yeah. Head. So I'm cutting back on the drinking. So it's if that's cutting it. That's weights fell off of me quick. Yeah. When you're not drinking like 19 beers a day. Yeah. Are you sleeping? <laughs> uh, I still sleep like shit. Yeah, that's a big thing, right yeah. there. Yeah. I was like, uh, sleeping is sleeping's always been the big problem for me. Yeah. I've been working on the. I mean, work on the east side for so many years. Right. 3 a.m. My body wakes up. Like, just get ready, yeah. get ready, because you're about to get hit. Right. So it's just conditioned. That's how it is, and it's it's been two, it's been like a year since I worked there, and it's still like that. It'll take some time. <laughs> I wish, or not wish, but I've always I've thought about um, trying to figure out a way how I can like make like a like a hyperbaric chamber and like sleep mm. in that. Dude, that'd be so cool. Well, like just the the oxygen is just so good for you, mm-hmm. good for your brain, good for your body, just help you recover. With my luck, something would break, and I, I that's how I would die. I was watching, uh, <laughs> so Deja and I were watching the show Hannibal, mm-hmm. um, which is like uh, it's about like Hannibal Lecter, yeah, and Silence of the Lambs and shit. So they, but they they turn into a show. It's only three seasons. I watched I watched it when it was on. Oh, did you? Very little. Um, it's it's actually pretty good, but there was a scene in there where this chick was in this hyperbaric chamber, and like so they're pumping in oxygen. And um, I think that she was supposed to wear this bracelet to to not build up static electricity. She wasn't wearing it. And then she, like, went to comb her hair and then, like, boom, sparked. And she, like, went fucking <laughs> just, every, just all this fire. All of a sudden, she's engulfed in fire and she died. That, um, but That's that's crazy. I mean, that's that like was, spontaneous combustion. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it would scare the shit out of me. But Yeah, I wonder, I mean, back in the day when that was – why was it so common back in the day that spontaneous combustion was that happened? Remember, like, you read all this stuff when you were kids? No, who the fuck is spontaneously Dude, combusting? Dude, that, that bro? used to happen. There's like a lot of cases of it. Really? And then they were like, uh, they they could absolutely prove that it wasn't. Um, they like fell asleep with a cigarette and shit. Uh, it's like they'd, they, they they absolutely could prove it. But there's like they'd find like just their arms. 
like yeah. just their arms, and then everything else was completely charred, and their, where they were sitting was completely charred, and then nothing oh. else was burnt. You know what? I have seen like yeah. like old school like uh, like like shows, like crime shows and shit, where they're talking about people just like burning in their bed and shit. I watch a lot of weird shit. Like their and their <laughs> fat will burn. Yep, and they'll melt. And I mean, it was uh, I was reading some. I read books on it and stuff because it was really crazy. Yeah, and then uh, and that's when like uh, they were talking about people that were like um. Could light people on fire with their head when oh back in the day like um with fire starter oh really and shit with and I always mind. thought they I guess they, I guess they were trying to plant it on that it was wild like, some of these books I read wow I get, I was get I get drunk and fucking like this looks like a cool book and start reading like, this is interesting so, but they had a bunch of things about strange deaths and that was they had people that just vanished and stuff like that too yeah yeah but, there used to be a show on uh on Spike TV. Back in the day, about people dying in weird yeah. ways. I can't remember what it was uh, called. Thousand Ways to Die. Is that what it was called? Uh, I think so. I just remember it used to come on after the Ultimate that was on, That was on there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> remember Spike TV was so, so bro hard when it came out. Like, right in your face, Brondo. It was, <laughs> it, was, shit. it was the best. <laughs> and we all watched it every uh, fight. We have a fight, and then you had... Uh, uh, what, what's, what, uh, what military guy could kill what military guy? Remember that show? Is that what it was called? Or, no, it was, or was it the it premise, was like, right? It was like soldier versus soldier. soldier. Yeah, yeah, these different types of soldiers and, they would and who do was it, better. They would do it in a – they would just act out what they thought was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. There was – yeah, it, this maybe was the same show. Like, they would take like a samurai and yeah. they would take like a Viking. Yep. and like they f- and, have a fight. Yeah, I remember. Dude, that, that, was, was a, that was a cool show. That was a great fucking show, dude. <laughs> and then they would like show like the damage of the weapons and stuff. We'd, oh. we'd watch so much stupid shit back in the day, but it's still good. Dude, I'd watch that I'd, today, I'd, bro. I'd watch, I'd watch it right now. I might go home and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch as much TV as I used to, man. I watch too much, but it keeps me inside. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Like You're, you're like the opposite where it's yeah. like – most people like they need to get up off the couch and get out, and like you just need to sit your ass yeah. the fuck down, <laughs> stay inside. I, I, I was talking to I was talking to JW the other day, and we had to wear we had to, when he started back up. He was like, "You have to wear your gi in." I'm like, "All right," and I had to go. I had to get my plates done because they were past due, and I was like, "I cannot afford to get pulled over and cops fuck with me, fucking." And maybe I might I might have an empty beer can I didn't know about in my car or some right, shit, you know. Right. So I had to get my plates done, and um. Uh, <laughs> and I told JW, I was like, hey, man, I have to leave here and go right to the place to get my plates done. Do we still have to wear the gi? Because I do not want to show up there wearing a gi and get into a fight and shit like that. And he said, like, you don't need any more stories. Bring, just don't wear your gi. <laughs> you don't need any more stories. I'm like, I know. I know. That's funny. You know, it's funny. I actually went, I had to uh, get new plates pretty mm-hmm. recently, and I, I definitely went in with my gi pants. I was wearing my <laughs> gi pants because I wanted to get there because I've been teaching this 6 a.m., yeah. and I wanted to get there before right. they fucking open. I didn't want to stand in line. I still stood in line for a fucking hour. Oh, dude. I was, I was there for an hour and a half. I'm like, what in the fuck, man? Like, shit. Standing there with my gi, I should have brought. I, there, there was a dude up in front of me. He brought a foldable chair. And he uh, was just chilling in the chair. I'm like, I should have did what you did, homie. Now I know. I was. I thought about the same thing. I had a I had a chair in my car. I almost went and got. But then I thought about it. I was like, there were so many old people standing in line. I was like, you know damn well if you get that chair, you're just gonna give it to one of them to sit in. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna use it anyway. You're gonna be like, oh, here's a little pregnant lady sit in my chair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I probably should have still went and got it just for her. But then I was like, man, what if I get ahead too far in line and then I don't get to see my chair again? <laughs> Might lose your spot too, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck the DMV, dude. <laughs> fuck the DMV. They were ignorant as fuck when I was in there too. Were they? Why are they always? Why are they always so pissed off? You don't ever see them cheery. Is it that bad of a job? 
It, it probably is. You got to deal with a lot of shitheads. Now, in all fairness, I, the lady who dealt with me, she was super cool. Really? She was super nice. Oh, I had all my shit that yeah. I needed. I had all my ducks in a row. Yep. And, like, so she was cool with me, and then the, the, the teller chick next to her, um, she was like, fuck, man, like... Like, that's the third person in a row who just fucking bitched at me. Yeah. Like, this is first thing in the goddamn morning because because they didn't have their fucking paperwork. Yep. It's like, listen, bitch, like, get I, your shit together. I looked up because I went in there and didn't have all the stuff I needed more than once. Yeah. And I, like, you had to turn around and leave. When I sat in the, like, hour and a half, two hour line or whatever it was I was in, uh, when I got to the front, they said, they said, um, I knew I had everything, but they were like, hey, we might have to send uh, people home that are, we might have to send you home and have you come back. And I, was, I went, uh, if you send me home, we're gonna we're both being on nine o'clock news because there's no fucking way I'm coming back and sitting in that line again. Right. And I was like, and they're like, oh, okay. They let me go through, but they uh they didn't have. I think they ran out of stuff they needed. Oh. Uh, and they're like, we're just gonna see if they come back. Like, no, you're no. not. No, well, it's, you're it's not. a tense situation. We've been standing in line yeah. all day. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. And then they're almost always expecting some sort of confrontation. Yeah. And then sometimes just like. Like we talked about earlier, like if you just treat people like humans, mm-hmm. and you just talk to somebody nice, like you're you're gonna be fine. But they're like so on edge sometimes that they're just like, well, you didn't have your paperwork, and they're just like talking at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You. It's like, come on, man, like you don't gotta be a fucking asshole right now. It's like, oh, I fucked up. You know, there are assholes outside of there too. There have to be. You don't talk. You don't talk to. If you talk at people. You do that all day, every day. Right. Right. There, there's kid. They're probably kids. Are probably miserable. Right. <laughs> Probably, man. Probably. Well, you know, it's not like those people get paid well. Mm. You think they would because it's, it's got to be a government job, right? Yeah, but... I'm sure they don't. But they don't. They don't get paid well. I, I don't mean, see any Ferraris in the parking lot. I mean, it doesn't... It, you, don't, it, you don't need, like... The qualifications to get that job aren't very high. You to know be able to type and look at an ID. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's, the probably biggest benefit of that job is you get off for every goddamn holiday, <laughs> <laughs> even the unimportant ones. And you work till you work till like three in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is. But I mean, that's just a it's a pretty basic entry level type job. I mean. Yeah, I would assume. I mean, you have you, I've seen a lot of young people there. You see a lot of people that have been there forever. Yeah, but my I, sister worked well, at the DMV back in the day. But how long did they work there? <laughs> oh, she didn't work there. You, for would, that you long. wouldn't think that people would stay in that job. Why would you want to be in that position? You just People don't want to go see you at all. Yeah, it would suck. Nobody likes going to the DMV, bro. Mm-mm. No boy, no. Huh? Shit, man. <laughs> Let's wrap this up, homie. All right. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff today. Well, dude, we've been talking for an hour and a half. Dude, how do we do this every time? <laughs> we talk like, holy shit, it's been an hour and a half. We did that last time. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like the conversation. We just have fun talking. Well, that's what you're like. What we're we gonna talk about, bro? My like, bro, we're just gonna <laughs> shoot the shit. I was like, well, We're I have a good time. Well, usually I have a fight coming up when I'm on podcasts. Is what's weird. Right, so you have something to promote. <laughs> it's like, I don't have anything to promote. Like, I and was I, like, nah, bro, let's just fucking talk. <laughs> we, we hit a lot of subjects, didn't we? Yeah, so, dude. We, no, dude, we, we talked about a fucking lot, man. The time's already flying by. <laughs> so, cool. yeah. All right, bro. Now we're talking about the DMV, so you know it's time to quit talking. <laughs> yeah, time's <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuck, Danny, my man. I, I appreciate you, you, brother. Hey, everybody, Dan O'Connor. Guys, thank you so much for listening to that episode. Again, if you are finding value in these conversations, bring us a friend, tell one friend, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, head over to YouTube, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Big thank you goes out to Jumbo Superfoods. You can go to jumbocbd.com. Check out their full line of products. I just ordered some more Muscle Bomb and some more drops. 
Um, I was running low, and I had to get some more. And uh, listen, you guys can save 20% when you use the code outside, and you can take advantage of their buy two, get one free. So you'll save on the entire order. You cannot beat that deal. Um, man, I took advantage of it. I've got three muscle bombs coming. I got three uh, bottles of drops. So, so many people are getting benefits by using cannabidiol. Um, it's, it's shown to help with, uh, you know, brain health and gut health and uh, inflammation control and just so many different things uh, this one cannabinoid is doing. So check them out, jombocbd.com. Use the code outside at checkout and you will save 20%. Um, also, check us out at imposedwill.com. Go to imposedwill.com. You'll save 10% off of your order uh, by using the code outside there. And uh, man, guys, just keep being awesome humans. The world's fucking crazy right now and uh, we cannot be divided uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot ahead in 2020. We know we're halfway through, man. Let's, let's, let's see what the rest of this year has, uh, in store for us, but we definitely need to come together. So with that said, I love you guys. I will catch you next time. Bye. Mwah.